take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome back to another episode of From the Pit, where we talk about metal stuff. I forgot to look at the genres, honestly. But you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. You know what? Like, like the, the great and wise Bill O'Reilly once said, we're doing it live. Like, let's not go back and fix it even. Rolling uncut. Mm. Mm. Nah, Fucking raw. Just keep doing it. <laughs> raw. Unedited. The hardcore action you've all been waiting for. Anyway, uh, yeah, welcome back to From the Pit. Uh, my name is Sam. With me is Mike. Yo. And Frank. Yo. Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm good. That's good to hear. All right. So uh, who's up first this week? Because we got some recommendations. What are we up first for? Mm. Looks like we got. We're going to bring people some sweet new um, undiscovered uh, under circulated music. Sadly, under circulated. Yeah, maybe that's the more important under circulated. Mm. But uh, (laughs) anyway, so yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. Um, so we're going to start off with a a band that I wanted to cover after This Is Hardcore and this being the, I guess, the last episode since our other one. Yes. Yeah. Um, this is kind of an extension. So we um, haven't brought Queensway on yet for no real reason other than... Name drop. Yeah. We just kind of I think we I like we've mentioned them every we've now seen and again them in shows and stuff yes. so I mean I guess it just never came up but haven't seen them again at this is hardcore and you know all the improvements with their new album out let's take a listen to Violent Breed Swift hands see how quickly I put them on you Violent Breed Is, uh, that would best be described as ignorant. Yeah. Just one word. Ignorant. 
they are they are fucking ignorant they brought it to this is hardcore it was a really great set um dudes are looking good from the band mm-hmm. looking fit, <laughs> fit. Oh. like that that definitely falls into the category of, of hardcore that makes you want to just start swinging yeah absolutely so again i mean we've seen them you know many times over the last couple of years they are absolutely worth your time go check them out find them at queensway.md.bandcamp.com and again that was off that newer album swift minds of the dark side so some maryland dudes next up with these motherfucking group messages get the fuck out of my way <laughs> dude i have to i have to mute like i have like four different group chats i'm gonna I'm a part of, and I have to mute every single one of them before every. So, dude's like, and Facebook's like, well, let me let me put it up at the top bar where all your fucking shit makes things happen, and it's like I'm trying to work right now. Keep yeah, it it's like, look, man, classy. if I, like, if, like, I, I've already swiped it down to like the little X icon like four times. What makes you think I want to see it at the top of my screen? <laughs> all right, up next, we're gonna check out a band by the name of Vaulting off of their 2016 release Vanitas and let's listen to the track there's a lot of really cool things going on there that I wouldn't have expected to get mashed together like the dissonant melodic death <clears throat> grind and and hardcore oh there, there's some slam in there yeah like a real potpourri mm. if you will and um it works very, I think a very extreme potpourri very not not the kind you can buy at Bed Bath & Beyond now that mm. it's, it's just it got banned foul from Bed and Bath & Beyond yeah yeah putrid so I liked it I liked that mixture mm. Mm. I did too it was like I mean the whole the whole album <laughs> only looks to be about like 10 minutes long if that yeah. so I mean at the very least like you could you could blow through this and like less than the time it takes to watch a single episode of a sitcom yeah and it's or, like 2 or 3 um, euros so or you can throw it on on the way to the grocery store, be all amped up, punch everyone in your way, and get your groceries faster. Absolutely. <laughs> this this is this is about economical grocery getting. Yes. Time efficiency. Economical. <laughs> the uh, track name I'm gonna take a swing at. Uh, 
D- uh, Dane hmm. Haslik. Uh, yeah, why, why don't you go ahead, Sammy? You I good at this? I think it's uh, I think it's Dana Haslikkeit, Haslikkeit, or uh, Haslikkeit. Yeah. No, no, I got this. It's Dane Haslikkeit. Thank you. It forces your tongue to do some interesting things. Oh, German German is a language that kind of does that. You got to gotta sneeze is, it out. So. <laughs> All right. Well, you just gotta you just gotta guttural be as guttural. Yeah, they're from uh, they're from Germany, so they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indubitably. How do you? Where do we find that at? We find that at vaulting.bandcamp.com. All right. Vaulting. What an interesting name. It is. Got some interesting album art too. I kind of like it. A little like tattoo style almost. Almost. So um, All right. we got one more. This one's uh this one's fun. Fun as shit. Um fun as shit. Fun as shit. Let's uh let's play that like very long track time for a little while. Yeah, I realized like halfway through that 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 was absolutely not the track I picked, and it didn't matter. Nope. 
Well, Stop. I listen doesn't to matter. about doesn't matter. I listen to I listened to I listened to most of the first track, and then I finally uh, I got a hold of Tom, and he told me the actual track we we're listening to, and you know, like it's it's about the same same impression. Yes, yes, epic as fuck. <laughs> yes, yeah, you're uh, you're definitely riding into battle with that one. Yeah, and then the vocals finally kick in, and my girlfriend, I was listening to this while I was doing laundry a couple weeks ago because we had that random break last mm-hmm. week and um she's like hey, this is really this is all right actually but uh what's what's that weird fuzzy hum in the background i was like babe it's the vocals <laughs> <laughs> so. I, uh, I, I gotta love the title which uh i'm just gonna i'm just gonna say because it has to be heard to be believed drunk on the wisdom of unicorn semen that is the track title. <laughs> By the way, wisdom is spelled with a Z, so that makes it even better. <laughs> and that is from Rebel Wizard. <sighs> Off of Voluptuous Worship of Rapture and Response 2018. Hot. Yeah, That's n- hot. No reason not to. Go to rebelwizard.bandcamp.com and just buy it. I mean, did you need more than that? No, I'm going to buy it after the episode. The, uh, yeah. The whole... The whole album drops in four days. Yeah. I'm going to just go ahead and uh, take a leap of faith and assume that the rest of that rules, too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. Well, I listened to the first available track, which is called The Prophecy Came and It Was Soaked with the Common Fool's Foreboding. That was pretty tight. Yeah, that's the one I meant to bring in, but uh, I'm happy with the Drunk on Unicorn Zeman. Mm-hmm. Ironically works out. So they are from Australia, and that is my bring-ins this week. Nice. Sam. So I believe that, uh, ooh, my pick. Yeah. Mm. Um, my so pick. just going off the name of this yeah, and looking I'm at in. the album art, yeah, this is hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, actually, this, this, this band has been around for a while. Uh, I believe... I believe the first album came out in shit. What was it? Let's see if I can find it here. Oh yeah, the first album came out in two thousand and seven. Mm-hmm. So uh, this well, this band has been around for a while. So uh, Tom, why don't you just go ahead and play that track? <laughs>
Yeah. I forgot what we were doing. I was like, all right, listening to Thrash now. That's mm. my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, um, all right. So th- this this is one of the bands that some of the people listening might actually bef- uh, be familiar with. Uh, that was Lich King. Now, um, I'll be the first to admit that uh, Lich King do not have and have never had the most consistent output. Uh They've put a they've put out a couple albums that were straight up terrible, uh, arguably the first two, uh, which were recorded entirely by vocalist Tom Martin on his own. They they sound awful. Um, most of the playing is awful, and you know the songs all on the first two albums really suck. There's pretty much nothing good about them. But once they once they got into their third album, which is called World Gone Dead, not not even gonna lie. Uh, the, uh, you know, they, they started to pick up because Tom Martin hired a full band, like he recruited other musicians to actually play for him. And that's when it started to work out. And this was the second album that Lich King put out as a full-blown band. It's called uh, Born of the Bomb. Uh, this is this is the one that, like, if, if I were going to tell people to start listening to Lich King, this is where I would tell people to start. Like, I would say it's arguably their best. Uh, their most Their most recent one was really good, too. But uh, yeah, that song was called Combat Mosh. It's track six off of Born of the Bomb. It's, I mean, lit, like Lich King have never hidden the fact that they are just a straight up like 80s thrash worship band. Never. Uh, they even they even say it in their uh, in their bio. They're just like, we think the sound of thrash was perfected in the 80s and we're not trying to add anything new to the mix. We're just coming up with riffs and songs that the old masters didn't. So, I mean, at least they, at least they own it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I can, I can dig it. It sounds good yeah. now. I mean, I, they might have a rocky start. August Burns Red, same situation. They had a ton of VPs and shit. No one ever talked about that. Was just fucking dog shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, even even today, like Lich King are not Lich King are not an amazing band by any stretch. They're they're solid. They're they're a solid band. That's what you can that's what you can say about them. And Born of the Bomb is, I would say, their most solid album to date. Uh, they did come out with another one uh, about a year ago called The Omniclasm. That is also really worth checking out. So, I would tell anyone uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna listen to Lich King, start with with World Gone Dead and work your way up from there. Forward. Yeah. That's that's never look and back. like even. Yeah, even Tom Martin himself would agree with me. That's Camden. And actually, I Camden. That's Camden, Simba. Don't ever go there. <laughs> <laughs> Never. I mean, I, we did. We did ride through Camden. We did on the bus, mm-hmm. on the on the train anyway. And that stop. was a. Uh, yeah, that was a. Uh, that was something. All right. <laughs> I did not want to get off the train. That's for sure. Um, yeah. So that was Combat Mosh off of Lich King's Born of the Bond album. Uh, I forgot to put up a link, but you can find them at music.lichkingmetal.com. By the way, Lich King is spelled L-I-C-H, King. Yeah, I mean, also, uh, one thing to be aware of, this band injects a lot of humor into their music, so, like, just be 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 ready for, be ready for some jokey lyrics. Sweet. Nice. I'm down. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, qualify them as like a comedy band but there's they're just a band that tends to use a lot of humor yeah i mean self so, a healthy amount of self-awareness is, is key i mean yeah yeah and like i said i mean they're not the most amazing band in the world 
But you know what? Uh, they got some albums that are a genuinely great time, really fun to listen to. And I'd say go check them out. All word. right. So, word. I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, like, I actually have a hard copy of uh, Born of the Bomb that I found in a music store in California. It was $4 well spent. <laughs> that being said, uh, we're going to move on to my move on to my next band so uh before we do huge shout out to new friend of the show jake uh who's been recommending me a shitload of bands lately word and he yeah he uh he threw this one my way uh a couple days ago and i'm not entirely sure how to describe it but i fucking love it so tom why don't you just like let this one speak for itself I know how to describe that. That is some some black metal with some really sweet transitions. That's exactly what I was like. All right. So we've got blackened something. But what has really punched me in the jaw over and over again are these transitions that almost are like the band is flying apart and being pulled back. It's really cool. Yeah. Uh, chaos with a purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you can... F- fucking hear my neighbor's dogs i hope not they 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 will not shut up uh that being said that so like i mean this 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 band and album i mean unfortunately this is the this is this band's only released to date although metal archives does show that they're still active uh that was uh slime in the current Hmm. like what a name right yeah uh and that was the song feast for the coming storm off of their soul release pissed on resurrecting <laughs> and yeah man it is uh this album is fucking it is something else i honestly cannot believe that this release was not huge yeah and no seriously like yeah it, the way that this it, came out oh sorry no it, it is impressive <laughs> that i mean the, even the playing was really tight and not sacrificing like the dirty recording mm-hmm. yeah 
the the playing like like the the structure was loose the playing was not right yeah but yeah uh this came out in 2008 oh huh. which i mean i realize i realize that's like almost that's like 10 years old at this point but you know what i just thought this was too fucking good to pass up and it is too good to pass up uh, yeah it's, i mean don't let that get lost to the sands you know? yeah no uh, uh no um slime in the current uh hail from baton rouge louisiana and man i mean like you like you heard in the track i mean they are like their music is just as fucking dark filthy and slimy as the fucking swamps of baton rouge so mm-hmm. fuck man like just don't don't skip this don't don't let this one get away seriously go to slime in the current dot buy this album because i know i am word mm-hmm. hell fucking yeah oh man that means it's time for my pick yes it Your is pick. i hope you fucks brought your polyhedral sets with you <laughs> tom play that fucking rolled right <laughs> that was awesome it took a few seconds for the vocals to like mix with my brain but once they did i was like it is awesome <laughs> I, Fuck yeah. I feel like i need to go feel like i need to go pick up my uh my ring mail shirt and my spear and shield yeah you do <laughs> you gotta so that was uh i'm gonna say mjold mjord uh mj crazy o d <laughs> I think it's Mjod. Mjod. There we go. Um, and that was the song The Feast of Trolls off of the album The Ash of Times. 
which is that title now might explain the intro that you heard of screams and and eating yeah 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 no i mean it it, it feels okay one it feels self-aware mm-hmm. uh two it, 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 it has to be it has to be. it I, has to be right it, i mean it's packed with fun yes everybody loves fun yes okay um there's a lot of punk uh this song the reason i chose this song in particular is because it had that fucking drive, drive to it. right you, um, you want that not like the other stuff sometimes falls into more of a, almost like more straight up heavy metal with okay. like a folk uh like viking or? yes oh sure awesome bagpipes all the time yeah i mean <laughs> cool <laughs> <laughs> well i mean everyone needs bagpipes yeah we all need more bagpipes Every once in a while it's fine of course it's great i mean you, <laughs> you've also got a uh, great song titles such as the songs of war death of gods <laughs> yeah Warrior, cool. Uh, I'm gonna have to uh, add all these to my wish list, man. This is mm-hmm. solid bringing so yeah. far. They're also uh, coming from Russia. Okay, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I feel like that that makes sense. I mean, and uh, in order to find this, go to mjodband.bandcamp.com. Awesome, nice. Mm-hmm. Hey, and uh, before we slide right on into the most important segment ever um i just want to remind everybody to stick around we uh you may notice that this is a very long episode and we're i think we're only like 20 minutes in yeah 30 minutes so um yeah that we've got a sweet interview coming up with bushido code so don't uh you know if you're not really into the next segment or two skip it but check that shit out it was fun yeah oh yeah dude i feel like we like we call them interviews, they're more of hangouts. Hangouts, shit shows. You know, yeah, I'll take whatever. But I mean, it was fun, and you might learn something. <laughs> so, now on to one of the most important segments of this decade, mm-hmm. of all time. Yeah, uh, more like all time. Yes, that of course is brutal bruise. Of course. And to start things off, Tom, play that. Words meant to dwell in darkness shall never see the light of day. Words can be broken, so can bones execute the mandate. Mouthful of turn, your name is rainbow from the registry. St. Peter greets with empty eyes. Yeah. I am the right 
I know I'm the, uh, well, me and Tom are the only fans uh-huh. of, of Lamb of God here. But God damn it. So good. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I'll keep it brief. Um, to the vocals. It's, it's always been the vocals. insane to me. Yeah, I know. Because uh, I'm listening to it now. I'm like, it was similar to the approach, I think, that you would hear in uh, Meshuggah a little bit. And that's also not my favorite vocal approach. So it may not even be the fact that I find this dude to be a clown. Mm-hmm. But it might just be that. But that's it. I'll let you. I'm not going to. So that was the song Omerta off of Lamb of God's 2004 Ashes of the Wake. Nice. Oh, yeah. Um, Sam, are you familiar with the album at all? Uh, yeah, I just don't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... One of the things that I always dug about it, at least, uh, at least me and my friends uh, really dig about it, is it's got this like percussive attack to it. Like, even the the riffs themselves, the way they hit, it's it's got this fucking uh, this like certain bite and attack to it. You know, uh, I guess what I could add is for the whole like metal core. Uh, Pantheon as far as the bands that did gain more success mm-hmm. um, they definitely did tend towards more of a metal mm-hmm. sort of an influence which you know I felt like is definitely what lended to some of the appeal mm-hmm. you know what I mean that they got because um, uh, some people could say that uh, you could back in the day have chosen from or taken both of uh, Lamb of God or Unearth and Personally, I tended more towards on Earth, but again, I, I mean, I, I can see. I would, I would honestly rather take the March over Lamb of God's entire catalog. <laughs> I'm not trying so, to trash them too much, but no. yeah. well, it, to me, it's the fact that you say one of the things that you uh, you don't like are the vocals. Yeah, one of the things I really fucking dig are the vocals. Yeah, they're fucking. They still I, got I this think that's nasty. what you really like, like not strictly with Meshuggah. I know their musicianship mm-hmm. is just ridiculous, but oh, his scream is fantastic. Yeah, you like that. I, I don't so much, but I can deal with it for the musicianship. It's, it's been with like Randy and Lamb of God. Like it's fucking. It's still got this nasty edge to it, but it's so fucking clear. It's, and for me, I, I don't want this to be like a Lamb of God critique. So it'd be my last critique, like comment on all of this. But uh, it's a little new metal for me, and I don't know if that's just my ears or or whatnot but that 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 would be my issue with it i guess in in a word similarly like that god the fucking lyrics are fantastic they, i noticed that and, and like, they are pretty good uh, uh buried six feet under with no, with no mark. marker like that's yeah. pretty good a slip of the tongue a slit of the throat didn't love that but what? i liked i liked most of it I'll, I'll give that to you the actual words for what they are are cool mm-hmm Oh. I mean, my problem with them still to this day is that just like I'm not really interested in listening to Pantera Light. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that <laughs> that's like, fully fair, but I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, yeah, whatever. There was the, not, they not, lean less on groove. Mm. Eh, I'm not here to be fair. <laughs> I'm here to be an asshole. But no, yeah. um, I, I will say though, as far as Meshuggah is concerned, I actually do really like uh, Contradictions Collapse. That's a good album. Mm-hmm. Work. But, yeah. All right. So, Frank. Yes. Buddy. Pal. Chief. Friend. Buddy. Mm-hmm. What are you going to pair with this? Oh, true. Oh. Well, that, as you said, we need a beer to pair with this. This, this. while you may not agree, 
uh, amazing album. So to go with it, we've got Guinness Blonde American Lager. Now, most people have Guinness. They automatically go for the stout. But uh, thanks to my roommate, I realized, come to realize that their fucking lager is fantastic. Um, good, like, it's not a heavy mouthfeel, obviously, but it's still, it's still got something to it. And you got delicious, like, biscuity flavors, and uh, it, it's fucking good, and a nice crisp finish. Now, Lamb of God's one of those, uh, those metal bands where I feel like because of the legibility of the vocals, mm-hmm. And the and the way the uh, the riffs kind of hit and whatnot, I feel like it's a almost a it's an easier take for some newer people to get into. Absolutely. Yes. Um, which there's I still don't think that detracts from it. But in, it, in this case, no, I don't. No, I don't. Wouldn't argue that it necessarily takes away from the ability for more veteran listeners to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I do agree that the legibility and almost vocal forward mix um, definitely makes it more approachable. I feel like I knew a lot of people that really started getting into more uh, away from hardcore and toward metal, maybe because of that. And that's one of those things. Loggers are fucking are great beers just to fucking throw back. Like they're not going to, they have good flavor, Mm -hmm. but they're also not going to be like, for a newcomer, I'm like, oh god. Yeah, yeah. when we were doing uh, backups last or uh, bonus last night, uh, those black and tans were developing as I was drinking them. It was nice. And that's a, that's a, uh, that's not even that strong. It's just that's a good solid beer. It is. It's been a long time since I had one. It was nice. So, do yourselves a favor, throw on Lamb of God's Ashes of the Wake. Pick up a six-pack of Guinness Blonde American Lager and have yourself a good time. Absolutely. I have to also add, fucking, that Slayer show that also Lamb of God was playing at, they fucking opened with that track. Like, yeah, I was like, you, you oh, mentioned. Oh, my God. I was like, <laughs> oh, this is how we're starting shit off. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, that does it for the most important segment of all time. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, all right, we got some post bits before we uh, slide you right into that sexy interview. That bitchin' fucking interview. Mm-hmm. Who's up first? I believe I am with uh, a really weird split. Um, integrity split with Krieg. <laughs> That's awesome. It is awesome. Don't know the story behind it, but we're going to listen to a little bit of each a track from each selection. So first we're going to listen to a little bit of Integrity's Scorched Earth.
like that. Yeah. Mm. It's good. I listen to the other tracks. They're good, too. <laughs> that was that was ignorant as fuck. Absolutely. So when we've got some fucking straight up just balls of the wall hardcore, we're going to mix that with a little bit of straight up black metal. At least that's what I am led to believe. Listening to Krieg. We're going to listen to a little bit of Krieg's Circle of Guilt. Sludgier than I, I remember, still, but um, Krieg, uh, Krieg will do all sorts of different shit. Okay, um, blackened everything. Yes, a little black and roll, a little black and sludge. More so in the, uh, it can get very like depressive. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. cool. So two bands we brought in before, randomly found each other and did something really fucking cool. I found that on the integrity side, so you can find that at integrity.bandcamp.com. If you uh, want another good uh, uh, album recommendation with uh, Krieg, Krieg and the Body did a... Uh, yes, they did. That's uh, what I, I thought that's what we brought in. I know we probably have, yeah. And oh my goodness. Yeah. So, this next one. Frontier. Mm-hmm. So I was um, listening to their new album today, Unloved, at work. And while I was listening to the album, I was overcome with wonder at the sheer brutality. And I passed out. <laughs> I, uh, I awoke screaming with visions of a future without humans, mm-hmm. without sunlight. Skynet had won. Then from the uh, graves of a foregone human civilization emerged Frontier. This shook the new establishment to its core. Moreover, the T-1000s knew in their matrix brains that Frontier are far more mechanical and unfeeling than themselves. So, at that, all the T-1000s bashed themselves in the robot nuts (laughs) 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 until they were only scattered pieces and Fitbits. Frontier gathered up all the fidget spinner pieces and traveled back in time to make mana new. We're going to listen to... You know, there's a... You know, there's a, a fidget spinner game on Steam. Oh, after all that build up, let's play the track. Is this a 
Timestamped. No, I timestamped it appropriately. God damn it. All that build up. This is everything. <laughs> this is everything. I loved Tony Danza Tap Dance Extravaganza. I fucking love the Danza 4. I think it was a perfect album. And I haven't seen a lot of bands take up that style. That early Dillinger, uh, early Mashuga, that true gent, that true different progressive heaviness that Carbomb's been doing, that Meshuggah has been doing. To be fair, though, early Meshuggah was more thrashy. Well, then, more modern Meshuggah. All right. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, this, if I was told, was the Danza 5 would believe it. This, we've brought them in before. Frontier, we brought in Orange Mathematics. Um, sim like, the album was uh, very, very similar but where some of the mastering left it a little bit fatiguing to listen to, um, where some of the industrial bits weren't quite on. This is the forever to Frontier, I think. This is the next step for them. Everything sounds amazing. And I spent the whole day um, changing my clips. Mm. So I was like, oh, we're going to go with this one. And it's the more dynamic song. No, we're going to go with the beginning of this track because it'll give them an idea how they would start a song up more uh, representatively on the album. There's 14 tracks of just pummeling madness. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's also up at Name Your Own Price. So you can gauge it to your financial situation as opposed to any flat price. And that never means buy it for free. This is 14 expert tracks. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I'm real jazzed about it. Um, really, really like it. Really, really great. It's got some of the members from Sectioned. I've been raving about that album. I already declared that's going to be on my top 10. So is this. So if you've liked the things that I've brought in, couldn't recommend more that you go to frontier.bandcamp.com and check it out. Cool. Well, brings us to the last uh, last little bit here. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we all remember the interview with uh, Zach from Outer Heaven, right? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mike, remem Mike remembers what a complete goofy shit show that was. <laughs> it was fun, too. But, that being said, his band Outer Heaven 
along with Relapse, have dropped a new single from their upcoming album, Realms of Eternal Decay. So we are going to take a bit of a listen to uh, Bloodspire. Tom? dirt real pumps for this one yeah i'm looking forward to it uh oh yeah they're gonna be touring this fall with full of hell so Ooh. frank I, I know you'll be happy to hear about that oh yeah, yeah. and see them again mm-hmm. yeah. well you guys will i won't because they're probably not coming to the west coast oh at least probably not anyway yeah so catch uh Catch the new Outer Heaven when that drops. Uh, Realms of Eternal Decay. It's going to be sick. All right. That does it for me. And if we don't have anything else, um, I would like to say uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Enjoy the interview with Bushido Co. we got coming up. Uh, remember to go over to patreon.com slash from the pit and donate to the cause. Actually, I just sent Tom a, a new From the Crypt episode uh, the other day, I believe. So... We got that. We recorded a couple new side stage episodes. We got a bunch of cool bonus content. So again, patreon.com slash from the pit. Five dollars gets you access to everything. And remember, we need your money more than you do. So <laughs> go go, uh, go donate to the cause because we're we're artists. Artists we're entertainers. struggling. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I use artist in a very loose term. Yeah. Or in yeah. a in a very loose sense of the you word. You could also say we're professionals. So, Mm, no. <laughs> why would why, Yeah, I was gonna say, why would you classify any podcast as professional? Uh, well, you could also find all of our uh, other material, social media episodes, everything at fthepit.com, Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter, Facebook, all that. Happy horseshit. We all check it pretty much immediately. So you want to yeah. hit us up? Hit us up. So yeah, if you wanna, if you wanna, you know. Give us recommendations. Just shoot the shit with us. Hell if you want to yeah. send hate, you want to send hate mail. That's cool too. If you want to, if you want to send us like creepy fanfics, you know, <laughs> like you want to send us your darkest fantasies of like 
Frank, uh, like Mike and Frank, finally admitting their their love for each other, that's been long since repressed. You know, you can do that too. We're not we're not one to judge. That would be so, hot. It hey. would be pretty hot, actually. <laughs> What's that new Patreon goal? <laughs> uh, you donate you donate a hundred dollars. We will read your fan fiction live on the air. Oh yeah, shit. Of course. <laughs> we'll do that for free. Yeah. And I will even do it in my sexiest voice. Ooh, cool Sam. Ooh, cool Sam. <laughs> yep. That being said, uh no, you only get cool Sam if you donate a hundred dollars to the Patreon and if you write the fan fiction. So Hey. Time to write that up in the goals. <laughs> Excellent. All right, <sighs> that's it, guys. Uh thanks for listening. And Frank, uh I see something off in the distance. What 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 is that? Oh, well, that is why I'm here. I'm here to inform you that that is the destination, which we now have <gasps> arrived at. It is now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies. You didn't hear this song? It's like... <laughs> yeah. Mm, rock and roll. All right. Well, we're officially recording, guys. Oh, all right. Yes, sir. <laughs> the, the, that sweet oh. riffage was is now the intro. That, yeah, that it is. Welcome to From the Pit. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I had a, I had a funny intro plan, but whatever. Yeah, go yeah. for it. Mm. Place mm. it out there. <laughs> you're, you're listening to Fresh Air on NPR. This week's subject is it the violence in the, in the media or the rap music that makes children violent? Let's find out. <laughs> uh, welcome to From the Pit, everybody. Uh, I'm um, I'm Sam, everyone's least favorite from the pit co-host. With me is Mike, yo, and Frank, yo, and some band we brought in at the last second because we don't care about what we do. Oh, wow! Come Thanks. On, Jeez. No, uh, why don't why don't you guys just go ahead and introduce yourselves? Go ahead. What's up? <laughs> 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 Yes. I'm Sean. I play guitar. Drums. <laughs> this is going to be a really good interview for you guys, if you can't tell. Oh, I've been stoked about it. For like, <laughs> I, 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 you can you can tell like from when we convinced you guys to do it like 20 minutes ago that we I'm stoked. <laughs> you still want to hear all the people in the band or? Come <laughs> 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 yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's not in the band anymore because he's not in the room, so yeah. No. Yeah. I'm well, out, guys. Well it's he funny because all attempt limit. Yeah, that's it. Well it's funny because since uh since Phil's not here for this interview, he's officially off the podcast. Wow. Ooh. I don't blame you one shot with it. Yep. Yeah, Mike can never make it to a bracket, so right. And he owes the PayPal money for shirts, so that's pretty much it. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, no, um, dollars. yeah, we we hear it from the pit or not ones for second chances either, so <laughs> whatever. The truth is, I'm relieved that they're kicking me out. That's the truth. Right. <laughs> oh, well, well, I guess it just works out for everybody then. Yeah, we weren't serious, Mike. What the fuck? <laughs> but any one of your radio guys could be the singer, though, for real. Yeah, we are uh, looking. Anybody for can do it, boys. Anybody can do it. <laughs> Fronted front with Peter Griffin. That sounds good. Shido <laughs> Cole. Cool. Well, thanks for having us. No. But, you know, sh sh seriously, think about it for just a second. A hardcore band fronted by Peter Griffin. Wouldn't that be wonderful? That'd be awesome. That'd be rad. I got a half chub. Yeah, it would be New York hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be just like any other hardcore? Yeah, pretty much. 
Well, no, um, I, 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 haven't, I, haven't, I haven't seen that show in years, but I think he's from Boston, isn't he? Yeah, he yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a... Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, great interview so far, guys. <laughs> well, so, anyway, anyway, I was going to say... I got an idea. Let's talk about some music, guys. What do you think? All right. Sounds good uh, to us. I mean, I mean, I've been I've been re-listening to Metallica's Load album lately, and it's fucking great, actually. But I, well, I was, okay, so. Guys, check out that new Celine Dion over there. Damn, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Right. Is that how you say her name? Who fucking cares, really, honestly? Nope. Oh, I thought you were joking. <laughs> You're fucking dumb. Actually, you, for, you, for, you forgot the you forgot the accent. It's actually Selene Dion. Oh, excuse me. Oh, right on. Yeah. Like Joe Deertag. Yeah. Don't yeah. search it up. You know what? Just... You're, you're lucky. You're lucky. You're lucky. I have the patience for dealing with such like culturally culturally illiterate people, such as yourself. Oh, okay. Oh, oh man, I know. Jesus, yeah. Sam's coming in hard today. No, so, I'm. I'm feeling. I'm so feeling, we were, feeling we, fucking spicy. I'm guiding this. We were talking a bit about how pumped everybody was to be playing uh, Tsunami Fest. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we could chat about that for yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I wish I were going. <laughs> we are going. We are. Wait, hey, you know, they said the bleeding through. This is the only East Coast show they're going to play. That's, I'm uh, surprised to see them out. Or, you know, I don't know if they've been kicking around or not lately, but I think it's been a while, right? Yeah, it's been a long time since they've been to the East Coast, I think. Yeah. God, I can't even remember the last time I heard someone talk about bleeding through. I didn't even know they were still a band. They might just be doing this and that's that. I thought Until they got back together to, like, record a new album, but honestly, I have no idea. Ugh, that's like the thing right now. They just got back together as well to record a new album, and I was kind of like, eh. dude, it seems like There's so it much seems good, like every... shit, good new shit out right now. It's kind of like, all right, fine. Yeah. Like, dude, fucking, like fucking, uh, demons and wizards just announced a new album. They haven't put anything out since like 2008, and I was incredibly stoked to hear about that. I mean, I so. feel like they had a bit more of a following going for them than, let's say, bleeding through. Uh, right. I don't know. I don't. I don't know, man. Like bleeding through were fucking huge back in the early two thousands. Like, like yeah. especially in like, yeah, from like oh six, oh seven on. Like, I didn't know anybody who didn't listen to bleeding through. Like, They're a huge was, West Coast band. Yeah, huge and I'm and like uh, okay, so that might be why because uh, I'm from the West Coast. I was I was born in California. And I live in Oregon. So bleeding I through. Yeah, bleeding through were fucking huge here. Like I, yeah. I remember. I remember when they got big. Mm. So that whole 18 visions bleeding through everything. Yeah, yeah, we, we, well, we sort of caught 18 visions at the uh, this hardcore fest. I don't know. Oh, oh shit! What? Phil, Phil's here. Oh, Phil's here. Oh shit! Oh, he made it. Cool. We can roll his ass in. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, we're not. We're not stopping. Can't stop no. this mess right now, dude. We got, dude. We got too much primo content thus far. Serious. I don't want to delete all that shit. Fuck that. We don't. Most professional intro I've ever heard. What are we talking about? <clears throat> well, after after all, you're listening to Fresh Air on NPR. Also pumped to hear. I was gonna say. So I'm pumped to hear. We're gonna hear some new material potentially oh, at yeah. Tsunami Fest. That'd be fucking red. Actually, I was maybe two songs. Yeah, I we remember. actually. Uh, so we we recorded the first four songs for the Dying Virtues EP, and. Uh, Right after 
we had those done. We had already written two more. So the first four shows that we played so far, we played those those two new ones that are going to be on volume two. And then uh, today we've been working on the third song for that EP. So we're we're getting there. We're actually i i just i just checked my uh i just checked my band camp like stuff I've bought list and I just realized that I had not bought your material yet and I feel really bad about that. Because I remember, I remember being very, very oh, pleasantly surprised when uh, I know Mike. Come my, back from that, dude. I know. Dude, I, I know. I know. I fucked the up. Interview's over. I guess I, I got to. You know what? You know, Phil I, is sitting I, down I as we speak. I quit the podcast. I quit the podcast. I'm done. Oh man. Anyways, I disgraced it. <laughs> no, that's cool. We're just we're pumped. People are listening to it. So I mean, if you stream it, buy it. It doesn't fucking matter. I mean, as long as people are checking it out, that's that's awesome. I mean, so you guys were talking earlier about how um, at least one of you came in from the death metal and thrash aspect. That's newer for me, and I fucking love all of this crossover I'm hearing right now. It's just nectar. I'm uh, I, ever since I joined the show, I've been the one like. Like th- I've been, I've been the one like throwing Mike into like the deep end of death metal, and he does, he doesn't always appreciate it. He kind of fights back on it sometimes, but I'm gonna break him someday. Well, you <laughs> know, it, 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 it's good for people like that, though. Yeah, right, I mean. right, a little bit of something for everybody, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's funny because like uh, me and Derek, when we first started talking about this, you know, Derek would, was a big metalhead, and I started off playing metal, then ended up playing hardcore for a long time, and then when we started talking about doing this, Derek was like adamant about it being straight up thrash. That's all I really want to do. And, you know, we just all wanted to play together and end up coming out with this, which to me sounds unique and, you know, original. So we're pretty pumped on it. Well, I mean, I, I could easily envision myself playing a hardcore band. Like, it would not be a stretch for me to do that. So, right. honestly. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I mean, glad you, I'm, glad, I'm glad you guys sound the way that you do. And for like, I like attacking it, it from like, the metal stance, I mean, yeah. it, it sits comfortably together. Like, it sounds good together. There's nothing awkward about the, the Well, I mean, layers. there's such a... There's such a thin line between the two that you know it's, you know, not not hard to get them to blend. You know, I, vocally I approached it like like I was like wanted to do metal vocals, but I wanted to make it a little bit more understandable. So that was the idea going into that was make it That's sound fair. brutal and but you can understand what we're talking about because the whole idea of Bushido has this whole, you know, this whole concept. It's weird. It's like a concept album without being a concept album. Every song is one of the virtues of the Bushido right. for the first two albums. And then, you know, we wanted to, I wanted to create this whole Iron Maiden, you know, Eddie kind of vibe with this Desu character that we're using on the covers and just kind of breeding that whole samurai thing. And I love that as a kid following bands like Megadeth and Iron Maiden and sod and all these other bands that had all these mascots kind of followed them i thought it was a cool idea so i tried to push it on the guys and they were like yeah whatever dude i don't care sounds <laughs> <laughs> so gay to me injecting injecting like meaning and values into your music is just it's fucking lame only pussy so yeah so yeah. stupid it's some, it's some poser shit they only want to hear guitar dude people want a headbang they don't care about your stupid shit Hell yeah! <laughs> God, I've never, I've never agreed with anything more in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm right, yeah, I write risk for that dude. So, what's your address oh, so I can yeah. burn the place down? What was that again? I'm just kidding. Oh, it's uh, one, two, three, Google Street, Mike. <laughs> actually, actually, no, I moved recently. It's one, two, four, Google. Oh uh, yeah. Oh y'all, shit. Uh, we're one, two, we're busting Mike's balls because um, 
the shows last weekend. He's driving up from North Carolina and he hits us up for the address and nobody responds to him for like two hours. And then finally he's like, all right, I guess I'll go fuck myself. So I responded and said, Mike, it's one, two, three Google street, you old fuck. So he fucking enters it into Google maps. Oh my God. And then oh. the best part is he admits it to all of us. He's like, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie, I answered it. So fuck you, Kyle. It's like, it's like, it's, it's like just asking to be mocked. Jesus. Yeah, that's what we do, bro. Yeah, we're gonna put that in volume two, I think. In like a page. yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna write a song. That your guitarist is a cocksucker. We're gonna write that. <laughs> so um, awesome. guys, Phil just showed up. What's up, Phil? What's going on, guys? Um, hey, I can Phil. still only kind of hear things. Yeah, it's real yeah. interesting. Only kind of. That yeah. sucks, man, because like we're hearing a lot of really cool stuff, and you're missing out. Uh, right? I can I can hear them, just can't really hear myself. Oh. It's all right. Lots um, of hard jokes. Well, it's, okay, <laughs> if, if I if I could if I could never hear myself again, I'd be perfectly fine with that. That's great when you're not recording a podcast. Anyway, <laughs> how's it going, guys? It's good. Yeah, yeah. How are you doing? Uh, been better. Uh, blew a tire on the side of the road, so it was a blast. A lot of fun. Well, you pay don't me, hit right? so many jumps. Did you buy dinner after? I, yeah, I was gonna say, did you pay him? Fuck <laughs> 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 He caught it too. A little acoustic in the background, like to gen- make it gentle. We all kind of carry ourselves the same way, so this has been productive. <laughs> <laughs> You've gotten about eight seconds of content out of this so far. Yeah, oh, what no, are you talking no, about? It's, it's what all. Are you talking about? The last this one, is the good last stuff. One. Yeah, the last 20 minutes have been nothing but primo content. Tom, Tom doesn't edit. This is all going up. Yeah, no, exactly as is. Like, no shit. If, if you listen to our show, uh, like, I, I we rarely have edits unless there's, like, a major technical malfunction of some kind. Sam starts sounding like that. Like, like our brains. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, seeing as I'm broadcasting from all the way across the country, like, my my volume will dip in and out sometimes, and even then, like Tom's just like ah, fuck, I leave it in. <laughs> it's not too bad usually, though. Yeah. No, we do okay. Yeah, you guys heard it. It's passable, right? It it always it's irritates nice. me because I'm like I have like a fucking hundred and fifty dollar voiceover mic, and it's cutting in and out. God damn it! Well, <laughs> you can't deal with the internet. Hate my ISP. So who who out of you guys is going to tsunami fest then? Oh, I'll definitely be there. Yeah, at least me and Phil. Yeah, without question, I'm there every year. Phil and I. Phil and I. Not yeah, there's still it. some more bands to be announced for that too. Yeah, I noticed, um, which is insane. It's already uh, just a, a fucking outrageous lineup. Yeah, on Broken Wings Yeah. If any of you guys maybe made, it, did any of you guys make it to the last year? Phil. Yeah, I was there last year. You, they're going to do a uh, similar setup like with the outside stage. But this year, they're going to try and not have the bands overlap like they did last year. That was really the only complaint last year was how they had that like minute or two overlap in between bands. It was yeah. made it kind of uh, weird. Okay, but... so it's streamlined, so there's like always something happening. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Tsunami is interesting. It, it, it feels like they're figuring it out every year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. went from like he's he's always building on it for real, man. Yeah, 
Yeah. He, he likes to try he likes to try different things every year, I think. So Well yeah, I remember the year they had uh what was it, fucking mob deep and shit, and it was at the Santander the second what? day. Wu Tang. It was Wu Tang. Oh, Wu Tang, oh yeah. Wu Tang, Mob Deep and Body Count. Oh yeah. Jesus. God, dude, I um, killed her fucking I, mob deep. I you wouldn't believe how many people did not show up to that guy. That's it was really unbelievable. Man. Yeah, um, I noticed uh, because you know it's. I mean, the next oh, year they they cut it down to a single not, day. It was a dis- sound. Yeah, it, <laughs> the sound. Up. It was crazy. <laughs> no, it was cool. It was a uh, yeah. The sound was rough, and uh, it was just weird that he that when they had that many capa- like the capacity had to go to Santander instead of the club. So when they switch it over, I think they lose people that are local too that mm-hmm. that usually come to the club. So true. Uh, yeah. I mean, needless to say, it doesn't seem like that's that's happened again since. Right. Yeah, yeah. This definitely seems a more extremely heavy. It was a novel focus. idea, like a fun, kind of a fun idea, but you know, it doesn't. I, I, it I, lost I, a lot of money. I think the the after party with Ice Tea and Coco may have been a bit much. <laughs> it was pretty cool. I was there. Were you? I, I had I had yeah. a ticket to that, but I couldn't make it to the to the after party and all that shit. I would have gone right. to that. Fuck yeah. That place always has some cool stories attached to it. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'm at, this is hardcore and Tsunami every year, and Tsunami certainly has more stories <laughs> than uh, <laughs> than this is hardcore. Yeah, you'll get more nostalgia out of, this, out of the Tsunami Fest. <laughs> Well, this this year was my first. This is hardcore, and now I'm really sad. I'm not going to be at Tsunami because that sounds like it's going to be dope. It's going to be a different one too. It's more metal this year for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, I noticed. Yeah, have a lot of haters for the metal crowd, but I like. I see, like see, this is why I liked this is hardcore because I was by no means the only like token metal dude who was walking he, around. He puts he puts big metal stuff on usually for the last yeah, who, five. Yeah, who um like as far as like the metal side goes, like who's who's playing that this year? Now I'm uh, now I'm curious. Oh, I, had to, I had to pull up the flyer. Uh, yeah, he's bringing one up now. Yeah, I'm uh, making you guys making you guys do work. Damn it, Sammy. Yeah, I'm still getting set up over here. I like I just came through the door. I'm fucking dirty as shit. It's gross. Did you have to use that shitty jack? Ble- yeah, uh, bleeding through. kept falling over. <laughs> We had a long discussion about them before you got here. As far as like uh, metal bands go, I guess there's not a ton. I mean, of metal there's not there's bands. not a ton on there right now. Yeah, looking at it now, it's more like I guess cr- less than crossover. It's more hardcore, but metal. I don't know. I don't know why I said it was more. Metal. On broken wings. Yeah. They're pretty much. They're metalish. Yeah, yeah it's like the metalcore. Yeah. That shit's. I mean, that shit's made a huge comeback in the last year or so. Yeah, that's uh, a lot of people. A lot of people hyping like Martyr AD and Disembodied and shit and kind of bringing it back. So it kind of doesn't really surprise me that a couple of those bands that are on there are are the headliners. I know there's a a few more that aren't on the flyer that are on like more metal than... Yeah, looking at it now, there's two metal bands. Sorry. Yeah, Yeah, I was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) There was a thrash dude though, so when I say metal, I'm not really... Well, I mean... Like one of one of the main one of the big draws for me at this is hardcore this year was the fact that uh, Carnivore AD and Marauder yeah, were playing. Yeah, rules. Yeah. Yeah. See, um, Marauder only played like a six song set, but they played like half half of their set. Over half their set was just shit off of Master Killer. 
and that's yeah. like the album of theirs that I fucking love. Well, and that's... you know what? The, the one the one thing that sucked about Carnivore AD set is that they didn't play anything off the self titled. It yeah, was, they, it was just the first person that told me that. Though. They, a lot of people were kind of bummed out about that. I think. Yeah, I was really hoping that they would play like Predator or Carnivore, or like oh, Thermonuclear yes. Warrior yeah. stuff like that. That would be fucking yeah. tight. But he's I don't, gonna, I don't um, know what. He'll put, like he'll put like a lot of crossover or old what we consider like metal hardcore, yeah. all out war, and uh, you know Ringworm and stuff like that. But uh, as far as like mm-hmm. I'm trying to see more like straight metal bands on there, Jungle Rot, like Gate Creeper. These like new like 90s death metal throwbacks. Yeah. Oh, dude, dude, uh, Gate Creeper's dope. Uh, junk, you know, I never I never was huge on Jungle Rot, though. Uh, junk, Jungle I, Rot. Their newest album I really like because it's just headbang and it's not really, they're I, on Victory, which is really weird. Know, but uh, I, liked, um, I, liked, I liked Jungle Rot's first album a lot, but I, you, I don't know, man. Like, I, I never put a whole lot of time into them after that. I just, there, there wasn't really much of a draw for it. Yeah, I always weird. tell people like hardcore kids that shit though. Like if they're like, "Oh, what's like thrash and metal?" I'll always lead them to bands like that that are more like just bang your head shit instead of like speed. So yeah. you know they tend to like it more because they you know like Black Breath or bands like that. But um, I don't know. Like for me, the the thing that the thing that like because I only started into get getting into hardcore like a year and a half ago, two years ago, right. and the bands that did it for, for me were like Leeway and DRI. Oh yeah, dude! Like punk-based thrash, hardcore kind of like oh, yeah. mix. Yeah. Right, the early crossover stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's great! I've seen DRI three times now. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, the longest you ever seen Pittsburgh. Dude, the one thing about DRI is they play forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do. I saw I, I saw them in San Francisco with instant asshole and attitude adjustment, and no shit, DRI set must have been like an hour oh, and forty-five yeah. minutes. Yeah. It was it was in, it was insane how I'm, long they played. I'm pretty sure the only thing I've seen go longer was Obituary at oh, Tsunami yeah. the one year. Those motherfuckers they're just. Here. Hmm. Obituary and Ex Mortis are playing Erie. Um, oh, Ex Mortis. Number eleven. Nice. Oh, Ex Mortis is shred, shred, dude. It's awesome. Oh, dude, but, um, I, yeah. yeah, I saw I saw them with Arsis in California a few years ago. They were fucking. Oh man! I like some of the bands like the real metal that's out yeah. now. Havoc, like condition critical bands like that, like that are newer thrash, start coming on like hardcore shows more. But yeah, and I mean, like even like we haven't seen as much of it at at like this is hardcore, but a lot of the right. the smaller shows throughout the year. Um, like I know we went to see Full of Hell. Gate Creeper was one of the openers. Yep. Um, oh yeah, so... that's right. I remember. Yeah. So we do see, like, we are seeing more of that in the shows. I think they're kind of testing the crowd before they bring that to, it like, was, this is hardcore. Right. That was, right. wasn't right. that, um... We got to think, too, bands like uh, Power Trip and Iron Reagan are, have kind of gotten popular over the last yeah. five years. Oh, yeah, they, they did. started off in the hardcore scene. But, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure they were both there last year. Um, I, was, this I, was, I was especially bummed that Power Trip did not play This Is Hardcore. Power Trip was two years ago, yeah. but recently i know i was gonna say yeah, that we uh, played uh i think power trip played when i played i was f- playing guitar with fury of five 2015 was it maybe they played that year too though power trip. oh no shit you were playing with fury yeah. five that year yeah we did the europe tour too that year but ah that's crazy man 
How was yeah. that experience? Uh, <laughs> stick yeah, it, it was kind of a bummer because it wasn't a bummer. It was one of the best shows I've ever played. But uh, I always want that many people in front of me for my own band. You know what I mean? Like the band that oh, I wrote with. Yeah, yeah. How's that? Uh, 4,000 people watching me and it's for stuff I didn't write. That's always going to be like a bummer for me. I yeah, I mean, that sucks. But at the same time, I, I mean, I've heard he's calmed down. Ever. But uh, touring with Stickman must have been an experience. Yeah. Well, I've known him since I was like 14, so we're cool. But like, yeah, he's he hasn't changed that much. I mean, he, uh, <laughs> not. he definitely. Yeah, well, me not. and him always we never really butted heads. Me and him always got along really well and stuff like that. But he's uh, he's still got no fuse. So you got to <laughs> he's, <gonna, laughs> yeah, he's got no fuse. There's no fuse there. Yeah, it yeah. was fun. I had a good time. He got really sick on tour though. So, but he he muscled through. But he was really sick toward the end, like Finland. And ah, like that, that sucks. Yeah. Lifeless is playing. This is a uh, uh, lifeless playing tsunami too, which I'm pumped about. It's been yeah. a while. Yeah. Who's uh, who's doing vocals for them now? I think uh, I think Shane is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm curious. I mean, I haven't Shane seen them since their their last appearance at This Is Hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I, I did Europe with them, singing for them in Europe, and then they came back. And Shane, I think, did all the rest of the dates in America. So I think they're gonna kind of roll with him singing. Which gotcha. is good because he's got a great voice. Yeah, no, that's cool. I'd love to hear uh, more material from them. I mean, when uh, when Dream dropped, it was like my fucking album of the year. That shit was so heavy. Yeah. Uh, Kyle right, actually man. sent me some new material not too long yeah. ago. Just to... I just heard Kyle's guitar stuff recently, and it's it, yeah. you'll like it. If you like Dream, you'll like what he's doing now. Oh, no fucking a. Real sludgy, heavy, super heavy. But... Yeah, That's good to hear, man. <laughs> We're going the opposite direction and speeding up, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. I'm not no, mad at that. You, uh, you know what, though, dude? I'm I'm a fucking speed demon, so you, yeah, my you dude. do that. Oh, we're all shaking our heads really fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, man. We, we still like to keep it heavy, too, but this stuff we're writing, like, today we wrote, is got some... Got some meat on it. Yeah, we'll, we'll be posting uh, some short short videos up on our Instagram. You can check out some of the stuff we're writing right now. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna find your Instagram right now. Unlike unfollow, unfollow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do this shit. Like this is no, we suck. we try to stay active on that and uh, like post even through the writing process and stuff. I don't know. People seem to to like it when you kind of let them in on that shit so i, I uh, think it keeps people engaged you know what i mean exactly. if, you, if you disappear exactly. for a year and no one hears anything they kind of forget about you right there's so much yeah, shit exactly. going on right now that it's hard that's now is more true than ever that's why we get the other four songs out because i feel like they'll these ones will die quick like four songs is not enough like for, not to not keep, to keep, to keep you interest, yeah not really right? yeah. people want to see content like Fairly regularly. I so. got content for you. Present it. You saw my root called Six Inches of Germ. Six inches of germ. With with that with that content out, Daddy. Let's see it. Yeah. Um, it's not that cool. We're <laughs> <laughs> building my content up like it's cool, but it's not. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, I, the, um, so yeah, I, these yeah. four stars. We're hoping in like two months, probably. That's like a Sweet. optimistic. 
timeline. Right. I mean, we we typically practice every two weeks because, you know, Sean and Rocco live in Altoona, which is about three and a half hours from Erie. And then Mike lives all the way in North Carolina. So, yeah, that's a a hike. A lot of computer stuff. Yeah. uh, I mean, honestly, the the best thing about it, though, is like being in this band, all five guys are on the same page. And I've, I've never had that in a band before where every single person actually gives a shit and like is focused and you know everybody's on the same page usually there's one or two people in a band who are just oh, along for the ride or, yeah, yeah. They're, they're just don't give a fuck you know what i mean so like Micromanage it's made too much made the practice yeah i mean not even that it's just like you got being in hardcore you know so many people just aren't really musicians i hate to say it but yeah they want to do a band but they don't want to put the work in you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah so like no, every just, every person wanted... in this band is is willing to fucking do what they need to do, and you know. But we, we also know. like all the stuff. We like gear. We like music. We listen to music constantly. I'm constantly buying new guitar shit, like trying to improve. Like, right. I don't oh, know. That stuff dude. matters. I mean, you gotta care about like your like the gear, and you gotta care about the sound. You have to. I mean, you have to if you want to sound right. like a certain. Thing. But, oh man, I. I I am the gearhead of oh. this podcast. Nice. I am. We got him. Uh, I I am. Boy. I am your. I won't get into it, but I am your. <laughs> as far as that goes. <laughs> yeah. We're, we all gear out, but uh, we, between me and Kyle, we've we've had a lot of amps. <laughs> we have a lot. We of have amps. a lot of amps, but yeah, Kyle's got uh, at least fifteen or twenty right now. But yeah, but the uh, I'm I've honestly whittled. Yeah, I whittle it down to one. I'm I'm just using a PV triple X now. Oh, I That's have two I right now. Down from I think. Before I started this band, I was in Scranton for a year. I had 22 amps, and then I... Oh, <laughs> with that, dude, I got to the point where I had two or three of the same amps, and I was like, wow. oh, I like this one for this, and this one for that, but now I'm, I'm down to two heads. Like, it's, the same, it's the same yeah. goddamn amp. Yep. It's like, I swear, they sound, I swear they sound I like different. I myself into thinking the ear is... I'm like, oh, this one has, like, this one sounds a little bit better. It doesn't sound any better. No. It's the same amp. I actually picked up a fucking single rectifier yesterday and I already have a two channel triple rectifier and I'm like, Oh, they sound just, just different enough that I can keep them both. But trying to justify the fact that you just dropped like $1,500 on this fucking thing. Like it totally wasn't a waste of money. Totally wasn't. I lied. I think I lied so much about equipment to my wife though, that I like made my brain believe it. She's C3 the same amp. Like what are those? I'm like, these are all different. Model years sound way different, you know. Right. That's an amp. <laughs> oh man! I even started painting amps like cover faces, so they look like different amps. <laughs> so Derek cheats on his wife with amps, just so you right. guys know. Oh. Those are my stupid pieces. <laughs> well, right so now we, all- we have. Uh, I play the spawn. I play a spawn in the in a live setting, and then I have a Mark V. Kyle plays a different head every practice, probably. <laughs> I've been, Dude, I've I- been- Sticking uh, to my diesel Herbert lately, but yeah. I, I honestly, I honestly wish I could afford to just go buy a bunch of amps, but I, I basically like, yeah. Well, no, I don't have just the money. Dude. I am, just I am, quite, <laughs> I am, I am quite literally poor. <laughs> Those guys should all pitch into the radio if they're your real friends, yeah, and give you something nice. <laughs> just <laughs> see, see, here's, the, see, here's the thing. My current head, my current head is really nice. It's a fucking triple X with all matching JJ tubes, but you oh, know what? Are... It will... Dude, oh, man. it's 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 a fucking crushing head, and the f- and you know what? I paid three hundred and forty bucks for it shipped. So, yeah, 
Yeah. No, I'm. I'm yeah, Havoc, Havoc was using those for a while. Havoc, David from Havoc was using those in the rhythm section. Uh, you know who I got the idea from is um, is my buddy Costa Varvatakis from Hatriot. Uh, he's oh, he's okay. a big, Patriot, yeah. Yeah, uh, I've known that guy since I was 13, and he's a big proponent of the triple X. So he's just like, dude. He's like, I hate seeing you waste your money on shitty amps. Just buy one of these, and I did, and I was like, wow, this is the best decision I ever made. Well, me and Kyle, we use a lot of fancy shit too. But honestly, we both even I did a band called In the Eyes of way back in the day. I came from like the Ultra Plus fifty one fifty to Triple X's, all of them. I love all those. Yeah, I still I still have a fifty one fifty. You know what? You know what? Actually, you know what's on the what's on the what's on the menu for me is actually a VTM one twenty. Really, really, because I know I know one of the dudes who plays uh, guitar for Outer Heaven. And he likes the yeah. VTM120 a lot, and I'd really like to check They're those cool. out myself. They're definitely uh, very 5150-ish. Uh, just a little, kind of a little bit more vintage feel to it, a little looser on the low end and shit, but they're they're cool. I'm, they're I'm cool. cool. I, I just buy them from people who sell them for 200 bucks and then throw them up on eBay for like 500 so. <laughs> <laughs> Capitalism, oh, no, baby. It's like, no, I, I feel it. I feel it. I had a, I had a late 80s Ibanez. Up, up until about two months ago and i think i bought it for, like it was just modded to shit but i bought it for like 300 bucks and after a while i just got sick of it so i parted it out and i just sold like the bridge and the neck and i, I made like 400 dollars. oh yeah like I, I actually made a profit just off of selling parts from that car that's cool. fucking great yeah, nice. yeah 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 especially yeah. that japanese ibanez stuff people go nutty for that well that's a weird it, thing we do now too i've always played esp but i uh in this band we wanted to go for like a you get like a fatter bottom, and we we both play Gibsons, which is weird for me having like a short scale again. Mm. But they sound awesome for this kind of stuff. They really do. A lot of metal dudes are kind of probably look down on that because of a short scale. But eh. I can play all the shreddy stuff I need to play on a Les Paul. No, I mean like both my. I think my my primary guitar is I think a twenty five and a half inch, and my other one I have a Jackson that's like a twenty four and a half inch scale. So yeah. I mean I I honestly don't have an issue going back and forth between scale lengths. I don't think it's something to do. Uh, I, I feel like we're getting lost. I, I feel <laughs> I say like we're, we're alienating it. everybody else in this. Yeah, space. getting heavy on the gear talk there. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can leave. Everybody that doesn't like gear, just go ahead and leave. And then we'll, uh, it's like welcome, well, welcome, welcome, welcome to like welcome, welcome to front, welcome to front the gear guys, a new gear related yeah, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> The podcast just changed. Hey, how about we talk about that podcast after this is over? <laughs> Hell yeah! Dude. No, like if I if I could, oh dude, if I could host a fucking gear podcast, that'd be dope. You could like, do bonus you content. Do that, with these, I'll, these me men. and Kyle will come on and we'll we'll test the amps out, test out gear. It would take three years to get through our gear. You'd have all the gear you need. <laughs> well, I mean, the the only the only caveat to that is you have to send some of it to me once a month. So, oh, I, I mean, see where this is going. <laughs> this is, this is really, this is really just a, yeah. yeah. This I like is that really I just a con, a guy. right? <laughs> <laughs> this, this is really just a con to get me to get to get your shit. Yeah, you had me rolling for like pretty good there. I'm pretty good at that, man. Like, why, why do you think I'm a, dude? Why do you think I'm in entertainment? I'm a fucking scammer. <laughs> They're very honest. We had the Friedman in the box until you said that, man. You just <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, no, but it, a, a less a lesser band. I might have kept the ruse going, but. <laughs> hey, by the way, guys, we have a, a drummer. His name is Rocco. Say hi. Hey, hey Rocco. Rocco Nova, how you doing? Hey, hey bud there. Oh, hi, Rocco. Welcome, Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> 
Hey, thanks. <laughs> oh, he's, he's literally looking at girls on Instagram or something, right? What do you yeah, so <laughs> oh, no. Actually, actually uh, he's got grinder out. Yeah, <laughs> Phil, didn't Phil, didn't we have a bit about that a while ago where I was just talking about how while while we were doing the podcast and you guys were talking, I was just browsing Instagram chicks. Yeah, Instagram <laughs> that, cosplay that chicks. Yeah, yeah. Like, in, like fucking Instagram cosplay chicks. It's the fucking best, dude. It's <laughs> Hell yeah. God damn it. There's nothing there's oh, nothing God. better. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if this started on the rails or not, but it's certainly off no, now. You know how we do interviews. The, it just we becomes a side of the rails. Like it's it's less of an interview and more of a hangout. Yeah. yeah. We, we got some shows coming up. We, we uh, walk in, go through the set, and then like five minutes afterwards, we're like fucking in four different rooms <laughs> <laughs> fucking talking to ourselves. <laughs> we got to rein it back in. <laughs> You got some shows coming up? Yeah, we got, uh, yeah. besides uh, Tsunami, we got, uh, we're playing with War of Ages in Erie. All right. September 14th. Yeah, 14th. Yeah. Just trying to reel it in, boys. How far is Erie? I wish I knew, uh, I wish I knew that far. a lot of the other bands okay. playing. Right. They're, they're uh, <coughs> kicking off a tour package, and Erie's the first date. Uh, I don't, Ghost Key and Capsize are the other bands. And I mean, Borrowed Time. Which Borrowed Time is fucking awesome. If you haven't heard that band, check that out. Mm. We'll keep I that in mind. That. They, they've been around for like 10, 12 years. Very like uh, 100 Demons kind of feel to it. Oh, oh um, I dig that. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely check it out. They're yeah, an awesome band. Yeah, my, my... But, uh, yeah that, there's that one. And then we got Tsunami. Um, and then after Hopefully Tsunami. North Carolina shows yeah, I was going to say, I was, I was talking to a couple people about trying to roll down to North Carolina and Mike's neck of the woods. And uh, we were even talking to... Uh, Ethan from Steel Nation about you know he kind of expressed interest about having those guys come along with us and yeah we talked splits lately with a couple guys uh, it's just it's just in the talk like talking stages but like Inconsolable Wretch and uh, some other bands like Pittsburgh guys want to do some two song splits so right. that's not that's in the future yeah and if yeah. you haven't heard Inconsolable Wretch check them out too yeah Inconsolable uh, Wretch is nasty dude right they're uh, kind of a hidden gem too built upon frustration one what of their members kind of the lead writer Inconsolable Wretch. That's a great fucking name. It is. Yeah, it's uh, Diggums, the Built Upon guy. Uh, Built Upon guys, you got Steel Nation guy, uh, Ethan on drums. Uh, and then uh, Shane, Shane, Shane from Good Orange. Shane from Good uh, Orange plays bass. bass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're different, too. Oh, yeah, man. super group, for sure. They're tight. Check Real, out. like, swingy, heavy, sludgy stuff. It's fun. Fucking A. Mm-hmm. Single guitar player that sings. I uh, I have a soft spot for that. They're like, right, one awesome. of the only three yeah. piece like hardcore bands you're ever gonna see. They don't sound like Death, but I always think of Death like my favorite ever when I see like a shreddy guitar player singing. True, got absolutely. Bit, got, a, got a little bit of that scream bloody gore style going on, or oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very, very like that. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not huge on the first three Death albums, but I will say Scream Bloody Gore is just full of fucking bangers. Yeah, that album. I think they need to redo that album with uh, with Hoogland, like how they did Human, though, and they like have the little bit. I yeah. just my opinion, the guitars could be like you know. Well, it's just I mean, like saying they should redo Enjoy Injustice for All with Ride the Lightning recording, you know, or something right, like that. Right. You know? <laughs> Same thing. I'm, well, I mean, the, I mean, like I'll. I'll like I said earlier, I mean, I've just been listening to Load lately because I forgot how great that album is. 
I'm not even joking. Like, I'm not being hyperbolic. It's yeah. a fucking awesome album. I do. Yeah. A lot of people love that album, yeah. and they really they should. Do. It's great. I think a lot of people just didn't listen to it either. <laughs> I'm not gonna say I did, but I just think they just who the who the fuck who the fuck just what what the fuck was that? Who, who um, said that? With the who? With, it's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. You're, off, you're off. You're off the interview. Go away. It's all right. <laughs> it's a it's a hot load of trash. <laughs> no, I mean, here's the thing. I have a soft spot only because my dad. Uh, I mean, he was never really a metal guy, but like he used to jam the Black Album and the Load came out. He would jam that shit. So I mean. I remember a lot of songs. They got a lot of catchy hooks and shit, but I mean, it's fucking corny too. So. <laughs> See, it's Those funny. It's funny that you say greatest... that because, like, a lot of people who will say that will, at the same time, with a straight face, say that like "Kill 'Em All" is not corny as fuck. That is like one of the corniest fucking albums they wrote. It is corny. It's I like I like it because it's raw as fuck, but it is it, you can't listen to it too hard. It's right. like a... Well, the other problem is the other problem is that half the tr- the other problem is that like half the tracks on that album sound exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty similar for sure. Yeah, they definitely yeah. are. It's like I, I I never understand when people tell me that they like Kill 'Em All more than Ride the Lightning. I'm like, did, did you? Right. I mean, that's yeah, that's like, I'm you, never gonna you, say that's my favorite album. It's got some cool songs on it, like like dude, Creeping Death Alone is better than that entire album. Well, that you just you just name dropped one of the best Metallica songs, right? Yeah, well, Creeping Death is like the ultimate Metallica song. I, I mean, love I like Lovecraft references. So. Oh, Call of, <laughs> Call of Cthulhu, yeah. Okay. I like ah. Creeping Death and uh, probably, di- honestly, I'm, a, I'm probably a minority, but I like Dyer's Eve a lot. Um, Dyer's oh, Eve is yeah. pretty good. Dyer's Eve is all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Frank? Yeah. Battery, I like I like that one. Been We've been talking about a battery cover. We're not 100%, but yeah. Oh, do oh, it. Shit. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. no. No, you know what you need to cover? You need to <clears> cover <throat> Leper Messiah. You need to cover Leper Messiah. Leper Messiah. That's their heaviest song, that, in my opinion. That is a fucking crusher. I would say Creeping Death is he- second heaviest to that, though. But yeah, Actually, that, uh, I, I would say that cre- I think Creeping Death is heavier, but I don't know, man. Yeah. Leper Messiah is it's a, a fuck. See, Creeping Death is, like, moodier heavy, though. It's not, like, heavy. I don't know. But yeah, like, uh, Leper Messiah is, like, uh, has, has a breakdown the whole song. <laughs> but <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. It's so fucking ignorant. God, I love it. <laughs> I like it. I just, dude, I am, I am the, de- I am the death metal guy of this podcast. I love ignorant. I'm into it, man. What kind of death metal? Like '90s death metal? Or are you talking like old and gnarly? Um, I'm, I'm big on, o- I'm big on OSDM for sure. Like, oh, okay. I, I just, I just covered, uh, I did a bonus segment yesterday where I covered Excruciate. If you haven't heard them, you should. Do yeah. That. Uh, it was, yeah, yeah, it was Excruciate and Desultory. Or two bands you should get into if you haven't already. We don't do a lot. Of, I like a lot of death metal. We don't have a lot of that in this band, but we, uh, Rocco could play death metal on drums good, but it's just, uh, you know. No one else likes it. No one, yeah, well, I like <laughs> no, death no, metal. No one, else, no one else likes what? No, no one else likes it. Nah, yeah. We like it, just not so. Yeah, I don't know how, but it never found its way into like the style of our band, but I guess some of like the slower stuff, I definitely get a lot of influence from like older. Older see, 90s, like 90s death metal. But. Yeah, see, for me, it's like there's there's a like I'm I'm big on old school death metal. Like the rest no. of these guys could the, these guys could absolutely tell you, but I mean, there's so much good shit coming out lately too. Like I mean, yeah. fucking like Two Mold and Frenolith and fucking all this good shit. And like and like I mentioned earlier, my my buddies from Outer Heaven or my 
I know the guitar. I know the guitar player for that band. They're, yeah, the dude I work with, they've, they've, he's like pretty good friends with one of those guys out there. I mean, he keeps trying to get him to come to Erie to play or something. I hope he does. If, uh, if, yeah, if, like a, it's good. Definitely. Yeah, if you if you get the chance, man, absolutely go check out Outer Heaven. These are cool as fuck. They have like a new album coming out, uh, a new album October, right? Or... Uh, yeah, it's uh, I can't remember the exact day, but I know they have an album coming out pretty soon. Yeah, they they were relapse. I saw relapse put a thing up for October something, and they got cool artwork on the cover too. So. Yeah. yeah, they uh, yeah. actually they actually we're going to talk about it tomorrow, but they just dropped a new single. Oh, Outer Heaven. Yeah, been? yeah. Uh, I dropped a single yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to, I'm about to, we should do a song really quick, put it up on the internet, and call it Outer Heaven. Hell yeah. We have so much internet pools. So. Yeah, we have 40 followers, so Dude, we have like we have like a whole hundred and seventy three likes on Facebook, so nice. Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah, up to like two fifty something on Facebook. Are we? Damn. Yeah. Let us get some of those, dude. <laughs> Share it around. Why that's the goal. Yeah, we're trying. That's that's the oh, goal. Shit. Oh no, you're right. It's two hundred and fifty six. Goddamn. Yeah. Damn. Rolling. Yeah, it's, that's uh, that's, that's an average of like uh, of like point oh two a day for the like four years we've been doing this shit. We give, we, give, we give away three to get like one decent one every day. Well, <laughs> man. So we're a band. <laughs> 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 music songs. We should play a song at full volume for them so that it just they can't hear shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're on. You're on the kick drum right now. It would sound really good. I think. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best place for it. <laughs> Live recording. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> All right, that's our new song. No, it's like, it's like, and it's like, and now for our segment on Fresh Air on NPR, full a full in studio set from Bushido Code. <laughs> it's not hard. You just you just have to sound like you you just have to whisper in a really nasally tone, and you'll sound exactly. Yeah, you need to do like it quiet like that. So when we start our live set, it just sounds like screeching diarrhea. Just like, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> See, that's that's like that's how you need to just like that's that's just like how you, that's how you got it. That's a hard ass death metal. That's what I've never heard. I've never heard diarrhea described as screeching. No, but I, I mean, can't tell if that means your asshole was screeching or like you screech from pain from diarrhea. I don't know. Probably a little but of both. Not. I'm I'm pretty sure that screeching diarrhea was like uh one of those shitty YouTube porno grind bands that were all over right. the place back in like 20 like 2008 2009 i'm pretty sure there's a band with it there has to be a name there has to be a band with that hell yeah dude i feel like i should have been in that yeah like fuck this shit i'm gonna go found screeching diarrhea my dream the, the gore the gore grind sensation sweeping the nation uh, I mean, you can't do that without making sure that you started on MySpace. Of right. course not, dude. Of course not. It's all about branding. 
No, but you gotta you, you gotta Bro. upload everything to SoundCloud too. Oh. <laughs> 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 they won't be having us back on their radio. Station. <laughs> no, that's cool though. It's cool. It's, you know. <laughs> I hope our music is much more interesting than our talk. <laughs> It's, uh, we, uh, you know, um, I, I believe it was mentioned earlier. I don't, I don't know if you guys have ever listened to any of our episodes, but, uh, it's, it's about as professional as our interviews. Uh, 90% of it is about mushroom stamps and, uh, you know, various dick jokes. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no, this is good. This is this, par for course. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, what people expect. Well, do, well, dude, dude, do you not remember? Do you? Why would you make anything professional on this fucking podcast? Do you remember when I when we interviewed fucking Zach and like half the half the conversation was just about professional wrestling and like how he really liked Zima? Is Mike still there? Mike, you still in North Carolina, buddy? Yeah, I'm still here, buddy. I haven't slipped my wrist. I don't want you to fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, I, I I had my you know the razor to my wrist, but I'm. Glad you tried me in. He, he's just—he's got maps out, and he's—he's he's figuring out his route to the next show. He's got to start early to make sure he doesn't. Know. <laughs> hey, got to figure it out, boys. Got to got to figure it out. A lot of pee breaks. You know, it's—it's it's funny that you mentioned that because we were talking about when we first started touring, like there was no, you know, fucking google maps or any shit like that you had to mm. print out the directions and pull out maps and shit. Mm-hmm. oh you had to use map quest and print everything out <laughs> you remember that shit? <laughs> yeah. Those yeah. Were the, dude, dude i'm 29 of course i remember that uh, i have a fucking notebook still that i just used for any time i was taking i would write down the shit from fucking map quest because i didn't have a printer you couldn't find a you couldn't find a venue so you had to find a pay phone and call them yeah, <laughs> yeah when pay phones were still around you know, MapQuest, MapQuest yep. was terrible. I used to have uh, directions written on paper and then taped to my gas tank on my motorcycle. Yeah, and especially, I mean, with, uh, especially, you know, with, with the way the scene was at the time, half these fucking, these shows were in house basements in the fucking hood. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. it's like you park somewhere and you wander the fucking neighborhood alone until you hear the shit that sounds like a metal show in someone's basement. Uh, Dude, that's, 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 how, that's how shit was back when I lived in Central California because I used to, I used to occasionally go to venues at this place. It was a church that had been repurposed as a venue. Like they, we I know they, they even went so far as to call it the rock church and it was just oh, in this like man. shitty dilapidated like industrial neighborhood <laughs> and like it's and it was exactly like you could it was hard it was really hard to find so you had to just like wander around this shitty ass neighborhood until you heard what sounded like a show and you're like oh i hear the guitars over there so that must be the venue I like that that sounds oh, like man. every show i ever played in baltimore <laughs> but you know what you to their credit to get to the bathroom, right? yeah. but you know what to uh as as frank frank will attest uh baltimore's airport is actually pretty together it's like the only thing nice in in baltimore is the airport and just the downtown area by the water go one block over and you're killing rats the size of dormant pinchers I, I, it's ridiculous i i haven't Dude. been to uh baltimore myself but the only th- i mean across the board anytime i talk about baltimore people say don't leave the inner harbor right 
That's it. They they keep everything. They keep keep all the nice stuff like separated, and like here's here's all the nice stuff. Don't fucking leave this. (laughs) Yeah, but at least least was like this area is nice. This area is bad. Like there's just one or the other. Some cities are like you can creep in. I'm from Detroit. I'm from Detroit where like you can creep all over the place. There's bad areas. Oh, it's Philly. Baltimore. Hey, Baltimore sums up to like this. Uh, Frankie from Death Before Dishonor, we were on tour there. And uh, before Frankie got married, he was a little bit of a wild man. And he, he told me, he's like, he comes up with me, he's, he's got these big eyes. He's like, I'm so pumped. I was like, why? He's like, I can go right over there and buy a knife, chicken, and porn all in the same store. Fuck I'm yeah. right here. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's the American dream. Dude, you know, I mean, you know he, took me to, he took me to the first strip club I ever went to where the girl only had one arm. That was <laughs> in Baltimore. Jesus. That's so she can attach any kind of cool thing you like. <laughs> she had like a little baby nub. It was crazy. I think it had like finger. It was like nuts. You bring, you bring your own arm. arm. You bring your own arm toys to her, like her clients, and then she can click them on. I imagine she prorated <laughs> her prices. Oh, shit, dude. That's a dude, true I, fucking story. I swear to God. That's a true I, story. I see. I, I live in I live in a small backwoods town in the middle of nowhere. And, you know, you know, I don't see it's except, you know, the difference between where you live and where I live is like instead of being able to buy like a knife, a porn and chicken all in the same place. There's like no shit, like a mile from where I live. There's a barber shop right next to the gun shop. So I can go like pick up some ammo and then go get my fucking haircut like and not have to walk more than five feet. Hmm. And hmm. that that's and I mean, that's small town America like summed up right there i mean ammo and haircuts that's good branding it is like it is i like to think so and the barber shop only does flat tops this is completely off talking about barber shops i was talking about the other day how like every time i see like these people leaving barber shops now it looks like uh hitler youth Right. Like, they right. all have like well, the Nazis had really good haircuts, but they uh they came out. Like, oh, <laughs> oh my god! Like, really? haircuts, like, back, they all look like Hitler haircuts. No, it's That's true. Like style, Hitler haircut. It, it's the, true. The, you can't the, you can't get like a, a a good haircut anymore because they if if you're a white guy and you have a good haircut, God forbid Hitler. you throw a collared shirt on top of that. People assume you're a fucking neo Nazi. Seriously. Dude, that's what the haircuts look like to me now. They really do. They look like straight. Old kids. Look at any old World War II yeah. picture, and these yeah. kids have like the same hair. It's back. That style's back. See, <laughs> see. I mean, I, I feel like we can thank Richard Spencer for that. And also, I believe the term you're looking for is Hitler Jugend. Yeah, that's it. So. Yeah, those are words. There's yeah. word. <laughs> uh, I, I just I, I I've been I've been I've been re I've been rewatching Band of Brothers so be patient. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's a oh, great show. Christ. Jesus, yeah. how did we Although get was, on Hitler youth haircuts? Hey, I don't is, I don't know. Hey, this, but that's I, mark I, of a quality podcast. The single the single most hilariously unconvincing thing I've ever seen in my life is watching David Schwimmer play a drill sergeant on a TV show. Like the guy who played Ross in Friends, trying to act um, angry and intimidating, uh, least convincing thing you'll ever see in your life. Yeah, by that. Yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's a nugget, that guy. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> nugget. A nugget. Yeah, Jesus. I Christ. agree with that. <laughs> he is very nugget. Yes. <laughs> he is a nugget. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you guys are fun. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, shit. So well, we're really looking forward to seeing you guys at uh, East Coast this year. That'd be fucking sweet. We're well, gonna... I'm not going to be able to see you because I live on the other side of the fucking country. Don't worry, we'll tell you what fucking fault is that? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> bitch, bitch, move out here and try to tell me that you don't want to fucking leave. Try to tell me that you don't want to fucking, that you want to fucking leave. Do Fuck you, you experienced Philly? <laughs> Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm good. I did three different things, so I'm yeah. not sure where you're going with that. I, I will I will say like I will I will say Philly is the only <laughs> large city I've ever been to that I think I would consider moving. Yeah. Is I had a fucking blast there. Philly that's has a, a lot place. of shit going on. Food. Uh, that's it pretty much. Yeah. Well that's yeah. isn't that what you're looking Food for, stuff? really? Yeah, isn't man. that the, the major determining factor in almost any major city? Food. Is the fuck, a, yeah. A I, yeah, I just food. I just came back from Atlanta and I, I I'm ready to fucking up and move there because holy shit do those motherfuckers myself, know how to actually. eat. Uh, I was just amazing. in Roswell tattooing, which is only like south of Atlanta. It's wild there. But... Oh, I Dude, love Atlanta. Like the Wild West, bro. That place is crazy. It's 390 degrees. Though. <laughs> See <laughs> where I where I live where I live because uh, I, I I live on the coast and we do two for some reason we do two things really well here. The first one, the obvious one, is surfing up. Well, that too, but um, because dude, dude, everyone's ugly as shit out here. Like, especially the dudes. Nobody's getting laid. But, um, oh man. No, but like our seafood out here is fucking great. And for some reason, I don't know why, but we have the best fucking burger joints I've ever been to. Uh, like we have, we have so many fucking amazing burger joints. I have no idea why. <laughs> Because I like burgers. Prove so. it. Send yeah. me one. Erie's got good burger places, dude. I think a lot. Yeah, we, none of us here believe you, and yeah. we would like to try one. Well, how about, well, how about you guys swing through fucking West Oregon at some point and fucking let's go drink. That sounds fun. I don't drink, but I'll, I will eat the burgers you promised me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, will, I will take you to the best burger joints in the area. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Pay- I mean, I'm not paying well, for them. Now I'm hungry, so we can stop the interview right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Fuck this shit. I'm gonna go eat. Oh man, holy shit. Um, yeah, so we've been we've been yeah, going for a little while. Here. <laughs> if you guys just want to delete this whole thing. <laughs> oh no, this is this is going. This up. is going up full and unedited as it is. Uh, and if we lose all of our listeners because of it, well, fuck it. It was a good run. Yeah. yeah I, like, I don't want any of your listeners anyway. <laughs> yeah, implying, implying I like that I would have... Ways, start talking about it, yeah. Implying that I would have any regrets about that whatsoever. Right, the, man. The best the, part is... The best part is uh, we always get the most listens on the interview shows. So if this really turns everyone off, it's turning everyone off. Yeah. <laughs> They're all gone. <laughs> We're throwing it all on the table with this one. We're going to do the same thing with all of our fans from now on. Like the, the, the 44 fans we have. We're going right. to tell them that we hate, we hate, I'll just tell you now, we hate all of you. I hate, if you like our music, you're dumb, you know? Right? Dude, like, See what what are you what are you in a fucking black metal band talking about? How yeah, that's I'm, I'm a straight nihilist from here on out. Like, uh, if you like us, it means you don't really like metal. Like this, you just you just gotta start printing. You just gotta start printing your logo in like white old English font, and like then for 
for absolutely zero reasons with no warning in the middle of your set just throw fucking rotten pig's blood on the audience. They'll love it. Bushido uh, cult? That's not a hard fix. (laughs) Yeah, Bushido cult. Absolutely. We need to do something like more original than pig's blood, though. Human blood. Human blood. Yeah, human blood would work. Nah. What about just like buckets of dead pigeons? <laughs> yeah. Tom brings up Tom. <laughs> Tom is like out of one of those like A bucket of toad. <laughs> Tom says. Oh. Tom says Mountain like, Dew. Because Mountain Dew is pretty cult, right? <laughs> Mountain Dew is pretty cult. It'd have to be Code Red. That'd be more. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> there you go. Except, except oh even that, God. even that's not quite original, because don't the dudes from ICP, like, spray soda all over? Fago. Fago, that's what it's called. Into my hood right now. <laughs> you're digging deep into my hood, that's Fago. They actually, the real story, real fucking story, uh, ICP bailed out on a fucking show uh, last year because the venue said that the fans couldn't spray Fago everywhere. What? Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. They're, uh, they suck. But the, um, the, uh, <laughs> but also, dude, some of, like, uh, our buddy Mood that runs the club, Reaver for Tsunami, he has uh, the Juggalo shows out there. They make more money and more, they sell more alcohol than triple metal. It's insane how much those, those people drink, you know, into alcohol poisoning but every time. But they're out of their the, fucking uh, minds. They hit each but other they, with like, stop signs Fago, and shit. They want to Fago their Juggalo. <laughs> girlfriends with the spray of the figure. Yeah. Jesus Christ. They want to jug a hoe their girls in. Jug a hoe. Could you imagine banging a chick covered in soda? Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, are we, talking, are we talking Burner's delicious ginger ale? Then yes. <laughs> look, look, let's let's not pretend well, there aren't far. Let's not pretend that there aren't far more disgusting things like you could cover in soda before. D- disgusting like mayonnaise <laughs> <laughs> oh boy if you guys <laughs> if you guys have never seen the mayo king on on twitch i i highly recommend checking out one of his streams all all i could think of was that 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 Chappelle show skit where he's like he's like i don't know how to solve a he's like i know how to solve a, a teen pregnancy just like make him like Get all the kids into the auditorium and make them watch the principal and the lunch lady bang each other while they're coming. Make the two oldest members of the faculty have sex yeah. in front of. Yeah. yeah. To make it even worse, <laughs> cover them in mayonnaise to accentuate yeah. the nasty slapping of their heads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm. I'm so glad you remembered that word for. Thank you so much. Oh yeah, I got gotcha. you. Thank you. You can cover them in miracle whip. Oh fuck you! Miracle Whip's fucking disgusting. That is some gross shit. That's what's gross about it, right? That's what's gross about the situation. God, that is bad. You have real mayo because I'm I can't do this. I don't like when balls are slapping on skin with mayo. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, wait! I like how you say that as if that's something that you that you run into regularly, like (laughs) (laughs) the sadness in the voice there. like I don't like it when. What, how often is this a thing that you've you've experienced? I don't like it this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in a miracle web mood. No, it's bad. <laughs> cool whip. I'm a father. This is disgusting. <laughs> I think we've got an episode title. <laughs> That's amazing. Clickbait. Yeah, 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 sure. There you go. Clickbait. Okay. Yeah. 
delete this and don't click. If you're her father, please uh, change the station. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I would I would love to keep this rolling for like the next three hours. But... Yeah, but check out the band sometime, guys. It's called Bushido Co. Oh, wait. wait, you guys are in a band? Yeah. yeah. No, not anymore after this. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, well, I mean, before he got before he got here, we did fire Phil from the podcast. So that's true. You can't fire yeah, me from the podcast. The well, they fired they fired their guitarist, so we're just no like, singer. Singing. Oh, singer. singer. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's like, yeah, it's me. I'm still talking on the show. I'm not really the man, though. But, uh, <laughs> oh, from the pit, oh, the ender of bands. Um, yeah, shit. All right. So, Bushido Code, you guys are going to be playing at East Coast Tsunami. Uh, yep. Currently Where's working on new material, correct? Yeah, the Dying yeah, Virtues Volume Two. Before the winter, before the winter time, we'll have uh, another one, definitely. Yeah, Four Volume yeah. Dying Virtues Volume Two. It'll be out. Fucking awesome. a. Awesome. awesome. Uh, make sure to keep us updated on that. Uh, we'd love to have you back on the show. That'd be cool, man. We yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Thank yeah, you, dude. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. It was a fucking blast. Thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> no problem. <clears throat> All right, and we'll make sure to uh, swing by and, and talk to you guys at uh, Tsunami. Yep. Do that, right, man. Yeah. Do it. We'll tell you your journey around. <laughs> oh, man. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to go uh, write some riffies, though. Well, thank you for listening to Fresh Air on NPR. This has been a good interview. On the next episode, is anal sex really where it's at? Is it Miracle Whip or is it? Uh... Is it which? Which on the next episode? Which makes a better improvised lubricant, Miracle Whip or mayonnaise? Tune in to find out. <laughs> on that note, wow. <laughs> Peace, guys. Later. Thanks a lot. Um, Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, it's Bye. been a blast. <laughs>